It's time for an update from Coventry with Jim Drum, the Coventry Town Manager, our monthly program brought to you by JDM Import CT in Coventry. Jim, good morning. Thanks for joining me for today with what's going on in Coventry. And I, I guess job one for today is talk about what's going on today, PJ Day. How's that work? Well, PJ Day is a, a unique day, but it, it started here in Coventry, gosh, in uh, 2011. So it, it was born here in Coventry, uh, the idea of an uh, elementary school student at the Coventry Grammar School. Um, yeah, his name was, um, well, his name still is, it's Nick uh, Wazilowski. And um, at that time, uh, his sister was in the hospital, and she was uh, being treated for cancer. And he thought, when he saw all the kids in the hospital in their PJs, he thought a way to support them would be to uh, start a fundraiser for kids, to, for every, for a startup for kids, for kids in the school, Coventry Grammar School, to wear their PJs and maybe donate a toy or donate a dollar or whatever it might be uh, towards, for, for the, uh, for the treatment for the, the children of cancer at the Connecticut Children's Hospital. And so that's where it kicked off. And it, it, was, a, it was a hit in 2011 at a school. Gosh, and by 2015, it was in all of our schools, including the high school. And um, today, every town in Connecticut, over 600 schools, are celebrating PJ Day. And over 100 businesses. And today I'm in town hall in my PJs, and everyone's coming to work in their PJs. It's, uh, we're real proud that uh, this young man from our town started this. Uh, this and his, he actually brought in over the years, and I remember I read something that said by 2015 they brought in $10,000, but it's up to $2.7 million that they've brought in through this fundraising event. And the Weslowskis still live in town, don't they? He, they do, absolutely. Now, I'm trying to form this mental image here. You've got to help me out, Jim. You're wearing your PJs. All right, little play-by-play, little theater of the mind. Describe your PJs on the radio. <laughs> well, let's see. My, mine, mine probably fit in really good. At they're, they're the buffalo plaid, the red and black and gray, gray plaid look, the checks, if you will, and, and a nice uh, warm uh, black T-shirt. So that's sort of what I have. I love it. That's very good. All right, let's see what else is going on in Coventry, including wreaths across America. That's coming up soon. It, it is, yes. Um, well, the wreaths across America is coming up, and that's one of our events happening. That's in uh, December 16th. And that's a really nice event. It's going to honor all the uh, services, the branches. And we're going to have a ceremony, actually, at the Coventry Cemetery. And that's that's down by Miller Richardson off Main Street. That's I know we have a few cemeteries here in town, so some people do get confused. But um, that's that's held by the American Legion, Post 52, and the VFW, Post uh, 10589, and also participating is the Coventry High School Band and Boy Scout Troop 65, which my son is a member. And uh, there will be a few uh, distinguished government speakers who will be coming out. Um, hopefully, it'll be a very nice day. You never know with the weather this time of year, but it's. Uh, uh, and, you know, because there is tight parking there, they're actually going to hold, it's going to start at 12 noon. So it should be a fairly brief cemetery, I mean, a brief, uh, it won't take all day, but it's a nice event that people can come by. And we're going to have parking over at Miller Richardson, and there's going to, M&J Bus Company is going to uh, provide transportation. Now that's a week from Saturday. Meanwhile, tomorrow, Saturday, you've got a toy drive and a light parade. I hear there's going to be a gentleman dressed in his red PJs there. Well, yes, I had the opportunity to see Santa actually last Sunday 
when we had Christmas in the village, and it, it was a it was a beautiful event, but it was rainy, unfortunately. But it, we, it was still a great event, and I had the honor to help Santa light the Christmas tree in the rain. I, I kind of figured it, it, it again. It was my first Christmas tree event here in Coventry, but I kind of thought that if it was just a little colder, it would have been a snowy day, and it would have been something out of a Hallmark movie. To be honest, it was really nice with all the businesses and everybody coming together, and had a lot of events and the Lions Club. Uh, had uh, their fundraiser with uh, Christmas tree decorations and, and people bidding on them, and I won a Christmas tree my first year. But, um, yes, so this week, we're, this weekend, uh, our light parade, normally Santa finishes that event and gets on the truck and he tours the town. So people have, they can check on the fire department Facebook uh, page where the truck will be at particular times and they come out on their local streets. So it goes all over town, and the parade will carry Santa. And um, so that's what's going to happen uh, this this week, this Sunday. And um, so also the fire department, and it, it's tied together now, it will be the toy drive. From, they're going to be holding that at the station over there by Dimitri's and the Coventry Grammar School. That's station 218. For most people may not know the numbers, but that's where, where you would go to donate a toy. Uh, we'd go to a needy family. Um, so that would be in the morning. See, do I have a time on that? I think it's 9 to 1. Is that correct? Yes. 9 to 1 on Saturday. That's Saturday, my bad. That's Saturday. Both events, the light parade, Santa, and the toy driver tomorrow, right? Yes, absolutely. And speaking of Dimitri's, which you just mentioned there, maybe an update on Coventry's restaurant scene. They've got new owners. They do. New owners have come in. Uh, my understanding is that the family had been there for a while, and some of the family members had relocated, and so... They ended up selling the business. Um, so far, I don't think you've seen too many changes, but I'm sure they're going to be looking at changing the menu a little bit and some, some minor changes over the next few months. Uh, it's, it's, my understanding is it's a, a group that's come out or a family that's come out from uh, eastern Connecticut. I'm, I'm trying to think of the name of their previous place. They owned a place that was called Midway Restaurant or Midway Pizza, perhaps, over in the Brooklyn area. Do you know what, what I'm saying? Have you seen that place? I do not know which one you're speaking of, but uh, new new folks in town, though. Yeah, new folks in town, and so it's exciting. They're, apparently, they had an issue with their old restaurant location, and they had to, to move out, and so this was available, and they're, and they're, gonna, and they're known for their food, I understand. A lot of people tell me when they're traveling back and forth between here and uh, Rhode Island that this is a stop for them, so we're kind of excited to have them here, and and to be able to experience uh, some of the things that they might put on this menu. So we're... Speaking of restaurants, do uh, you have an update on what's going on with Lakeview? Yeah, that's been a mystery for a while. I, I know that uh, the, the former owners had, well, I should say the owners, had retired from the business, the Lakeview restaurant, and they were looking to put in, uh, they released to someone to put in a, a location of the Four Dads restaurant, and unfortunately something happened and that fell apart, and the partners weren't able to make it sort of come together, and so uh, the owner... Uh, Leo Pappas was looking at the potential of coming back into business himself. What, whether he's missed being in the business this last year or he just feels it's something that Coventry needs, and he, he told me he couldn't stand seeing the place closed. and He, he felt it was a need in the community for something there, and so he's going to step back in and reopen the restaurant uh, somewhere in early winter or somewhere in January or maybe early February. Coventry has a great farmer's market in the warmest month, but you have a great winter farmer's market. Do tell. We do love our farmer's market, and, and it just finished its season. It was very successful. But we do have a winter's farmer's market as well. And actually, they're, they're uh, two separate organizations. The summer one is run under the town. But the winter one is a, a nonprofit that's been uh, in the high school 
uh, for several years. And so uh, yeah, we're pleased that they're out there. It's a really good time of year to visit them. You know, sometimes if people see our market shut down, they think, well, it's, the season is over, there's not a place to go, but there is. And they still bring in uh, from hot houses and things, fresh vegetables, and there's a lot of the local farmers that bring in their fish and meat, uh, Connecticut maple syrup. I mean, we try to stay everything local and state. Uh, home-baked goods, things that are really be useful for the holidays as people are thinking about whether they want to bake cookies. Sometimes you can get the cookies baked by somebody else and save the time. So we really would recommend people go down to the, the Winter's Farmer's Market at uh, Coventry High School. Give me an update on what's going on with the Booth Endemic Library. You've got some really good program f- programs going on now for kids, especially at the holiday time. The library is really interesting. It's been closed for a while because of renovations and, and additions that were put on, and they've come back very strong. So, uh, And we do tend to have a, a number of children's programs throughout the year, but this, this month we have a few extra ones because we know kids will be getting out of school and trying to be a little bit more Christmas-themed, but... Uh, December 8th at 11 o'clock, we have the Messy Munchkins. It's a multi-sensory playgroup that encourages participation uh, from both caregiver and the child. So these might be kids with some special needs, perhaps uh, autism or somewhere on that spectrum. Uh, on the 14th of December, we have Sing, Stop, Story, Time, Listen to Music, and Dance Around with Miss Krista. Um, on December 16th at 1 o'clock, actually on the 14th, that's 11 a.m., but on December 16th at 1 o'clock, we have Saturday Crafts with Miss Ra- Rachel. So those are for your younger kids, and you know when you think of a library, you often think of the younger kids. But in our our new addition uh, that we uh, put on, when I say the addition, it was a renovation primarily, but they did add a new room, and they redid a lot of the work in the in the basement as well, and created a teen room. So this through December, every Friday, from three thirty to five, we have open gaming. So this is for your teens to get out of the house. And they can actually, while school's still on, they can take a bus to the library and enjoy open gaming with uh, other kids after school on their Switch or their PC or uh, the PS5, PS4, or whatever you know their technology is. So we're really kind of ramping it up for our teens, giving them something to do this time of year. On the 27th is Teen Game Day. Um, again, more games, but this time we're going to try to take it old, old school with board games and a few other things like that. And then on the 28th of December, there's going to be an escape room. So I guess it's escape from the library. So it's going to try to um, test them to see if they have what it takes to get out of the, of, the, of the escape room that's going to be set up. So it's going to be fun during the holiday break. I know kids and families, you know, they have a few days off there and between the Christmas and New Year's and some of these events will allow them to get out of the house and do some things, but also get together and have fun. Hey, my pal Joe Tominelli just gave the update. I think the restaurant you were looking for a moment ago was Midway Pizza and Restaurant in Ashford. It was on Route 44, but victims of a fire that made the restaurant uninhabitable. Was that pretty much the answer? That is the answer, yes. I thought it was Midway Pizza, but and I had not been there myself, but everyone who's heard of it thought it was spectacular, and they always made an excuse to make that their stopover when heading out uh, east from here. Good follow-up from our pal Joe. All right, we talk about the kids in the Booth Endemic Library. Equal time for the older folks. What's going on with the Senior Center programs? Well, the Senior Center uh, is fairly active, and you know, and there's different types of recreation there and, and, and hobbies. So um, every Thursday from 1 to 4 p.m. will be sewing class. So, and this is interesting because it is for seniors, but other people can come in and learn how to sew if you don't know how to sew. 
I, I, was, I sort of remembered learning how to sew in home economics back in seventh grade. So not that, I'm, not that I really ever use it, but if I lose a button, I, I have that skill. Um, other things they're looking at for the senior center is a new, it's a new program. It's cardio drumming. So and I, I promise I didn't come up with this myself. This is something, you know, the drumming side of it. But <laughs> it kind of came out of our, from our human services director. But it's going to be a, a musical program uh, for our seniors at the senior center. And that's going to be on this Friday, December 15th. At 11 a.m., it'll, it'll go through noon. And then we have chair yoga on Fridays. So that'll be Friday, December 1st and the 15th from 9.30 to 10.30. And with the new month for next month, January, how do you handle that regarding the arrival of 2024? Well, as we're closing up 2023, we're a few things that we do, we're actually... Uh, hitting the midpoint of our budget. So we're going to do an evaluation of what we've done so far this year and starting the budget season for us. So we're going to be uh, holding some meetings. Coming on new as a new town manager, one thing I, I wanted to do with our council was actually set up a town council retreat. And so we're going to start off with a retreat to talk about the long-term and short-term goals of the town. And that's going to be an interesting review of things that we've done successfully, some things that we had set out to do that we may never get to. You know, those things in the budget that you always put out in year five, and then next year it's year five again, and then it's year five again. Well, we're going to talk about those things and see what we can do to uh, determine if they're really something that we want to do since we keep putting it off, or there's things like we, we want to determine how we're going to do them and plug them in with the correct funding. So the first step is really that retreat, to step in and see what are our long-term goals. And lastly, Jim, a listener wants to know how Coventry is doing when it comes to bobcat sightings, bears, coyotes. What do you got? I think we've got them all. Um, we, even though we're not that far from some urban areas, we do have uh, quite a bit of wildlife. Now, I've not seen the bear, but I have seen the bobcat in my short time. And, and what was the third animal? Was it the fox or was it coyote? The coyote. We have seen quite a bit of coyotes uh, in recent months, and I, I, it's, it seems to be throughout the town, maybe geared a little bit more towards the north, but um, there's been a fair amount of that, and so we've been trying to tell residents that they need to be careful to keep their pets inside or at least somewhere that they're not getting too far into the woods because there's a true danger to, to your pets this time of year with the coyotes out looking and the other animals out looking for food. Great update on many fronts. Jim, good catching up with you. Thanks for joining me this morning. Uh, glad to. Thank you, Wayne. Jim Drum, the Coventry Town Manager. Our program brought to you by JDM Imports CT in Coventry.